everyone and welcome back to the channel. Today, the question we're doing is, what rest did Christ invite us to in Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 30? In case we're not familiar with what Christ said in that text, let's hear it. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The word labor in this case is not referring to physical work like a job that Christ wants to relieve us from. Rather, it is a burden that comes with worrying about meeting the standards of this world, like which car we're driving, and whether it's better than our neighbor's car, or whether our house is as good and big as the house of our friends, or whether our salary can afford us an upper-middle-class lifestyle and all the anxiety that comes from such pursuits. Christ called such things cares of this life in Luke chapter 21 verse 34, which unbelievers naturally seek for if we read Matthew chapter 6 verse 32. But what we'll notice if we tread that path is that it doesn't have an end. Expectations keep climbing and changing and it's as if we'll never catch up with what others are doing or what society sets the standard to be. It's hard to be at rest. Christ was inviting us to a lifestyle where we won't have to worry about such things. By taking our minds off worldly pursuits and investing more of our time and energy in building a relationship with God and developing our spiritual selves, our stake in the world won't bother or worry us as much. This gives us peace and rest because the world's instability and unpredictability, be it economic, social, or political, won't jeopardize our happiness or fill our souls with sorrow. Christ spoke about giving his children that kind of peace and rest. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John chapter 14 verse 27 God Almighty would often talk about giving his children peace if they followed his laws. For example, in the days of King Asa, who was a righteous king, we read that there was peace and rest. If we read Second Chronicles chapter 14 verse 6 and chapter 15 verse 15, it shows that there must be a connection between living righteously and having rest. He also said through Jeremiah the prophet, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 What's more, the psalmist said, The Lord will give strength unto his people, the Lord will bless his people with peace. Psalm chapter 29 verse 11 But how can we create this kind of rest for ourselves? What was Christ really telling us to do? The first step is to gain the wisdom or knowledge of God by studying the scriptures. When we acquire the wisdom of God, we begin to understand why things happen, why some things are bad and some things are good, which directs our choices and gives us the ability to make choices that will guarantee our rest and not remove it. As King Solomon said, When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, Discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things. 
Proverbs chapter 2, verses 10 to 12. For example, having the wisdom of God can help us to know which jobs we should choose that will give us time to serve God and guarantee us peace and rest, and also identify the jobs that won't. It can also moderate our desires and what we long for, so that we don't get caught up in seeking worldly pleasures and success, and in the process, forget about our spirituality. We also need faith in God's promises to guarantee this rest. Faithlessness is usually what brings hopelessness and anxiety and all those other things. But by casting all our cares upon God, as Apostle Peter said we should do in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, we will begin to face less of a burden because we trust that God will take care of what we can't ensure. Apostle Paul also said, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 Lastly, a bit of contentment goes a long way. If we are satisfied with what God provides and we live within what God has given us, we will always have rest. God will ensure rest, stability, and security in the life He has created for us. It is our attempt to reach out for what God has not provided and tread our own path that gives room for anxiety, and so on, to come in. That's why Paul told Timothy, But godliness with contentment is great gain. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 To conclude, an angel told John in a vision, that those of us who submit ourselves to the ways of Christ and take our eyes and minds off the world and what's happening there will always have peace and rest. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Revelation chapter 14 verse 13 the phrase, die in the Lord, is not a physical death, but just as people who are in the grave are in eternal rest or peace, as many say, our conversion to Christ is the beginning of our eternal rest and peace, brought about by our righteous ways and trust in God's providence. And that's the end of this episode of Bible Q&A. Have a good rest of your day. One more thing, like what you heard today? Share your thoughts by using the link https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash bible q and a one slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback. It might appear in an episode.